Hallelujah. This is time to pray our Lord. Amen. We're going to ask the Lord to open up our eyes this night. Amen. Open the eyes of my heart. Bible says it's always good to give thanks to the Lord. Amen. Yeah, we say thank you, Jesus. I come before you today. I come before you today. And there's just one thing. And there's just one thing that I want to say. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. 
given to me. For all you given to me. For all the blessings that I cannot see. For all the blessings that I cannot see. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. With a grateful heart. With a grateful heart. With a song of praise. With an outstretched arm. I'll bless your name. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. I just wanna thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Oh, we say thank you, Lord. I come before you today. I come before you today. And there's just one thing. And there's just one thing that I want to say. Thank you, Lord. to me for all you've given to me for all the blessings that I cannot see for all the blessings that I cannot see thank you
too much. We are grateful for what you have done for us. So thank you, Holy Spirit, for your presence is with us. Thank you because you say you'll never leave us or forsake us. We bless your name this evening. Thank you, Jesus. Angels bow before your throne. Miracles happening in your name. What a mighty God you are. Angels bow before your throne. Miracles happening in your name. What a mighty God you are. Angels bow before your throne. Angels bow before yeah, your yeah, throne. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Miracles happening in your name. What a mighty God you are. Angels bow before your throne. Angels bow before your throne. Miracles happening in your name. What a mighty God you are. Angels bow before your throne. Miracles happening in your name. What a mighty God you are. Angels bow before your throne. Miracles happening in your name. What a mighty God. 
Angels bow before your throne. Angels bow before Miracles happen in your name. Miracles happen in your name. What a mighty God you are. What a mighty God you are. Angels bow before your throne. Angels bow before your throne. Miracles happen in your name. What a mighty God. You are. 
Thank you so much. You watched then the new vision and you, uh, you watched then Good News Europe here on uh, Vision Heaven, the channel to reach uh, Europe and the world. You know, here in Oslo, we have three channels, television channels. Number one is Vision Norway that covers the Nordic country. Then we have Vision Sweden that focuses on uh, Sweden, the immigrant. We have program on Arabic, Farsi, Somalian, and Croatian. And of course, we want to bring the good news out to Europe, and special then in these days. And we also train people for evangelism, power evangelism, and uh, to, to get people saved. So today we have with us a brother from Kosovo that uh, are working with us here. Hallelujah. He have a great testimony. Praise God. What is your name, sir? My name is Kresnik. Kresnik. Yes. Amen. And you are from? I am uh, original from Albania, but I have been moving to Kosovo from 2000. Okay. Right after the war. Right. Yes. So how did you meet Jesus as your Savior and Lord? Yeah, my testimony with Jesus uh, start actually in a wartime. Uh -huh. In 1999, when oh. Serb Serbia and Yugoslavia at that time started bombing Kosovo and right. North Albania. Yeah. And then my family decided me and my younger sister to send it south in Albania to be more, more, more safe, away from the borders. Okay. And then uh, it's been time when uh, my cousin invited me to a church. Okay. And, uh, uh, have, had you been in a church before? Never. Never? I, I come from Muslim background. Yeah. yeah. So how, how old was you then? 11. 11, 11 years old. 11 years old. Yeah. Then you was invited to a church. Yes. Yeah. In, in, a, in a youth meeting. Yeah. And um, when I've been there coming from, from Muslim background and it's not been like, I've been there because they have so nice games. Uh-huh. And candies and stuff. Okay. I didn't go there for, 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 for Bible teaching or no. story. Right. But, uh, yeah, as kids, you mm. go there because it's attractive. Right. People are nice. Yeah. They love me. They respect yeah. me. They accept me. Yeah. Even I've been doing troubles. Okay. <laughs> and, uh, and, yeah, that is uh, the first time when I hear about Jesus. Okay. And uh, his love and... I, I joke with them a lot because they've been singing hallelujah all the time. Okay, like <laughs> yeah. we are doing here. Amen. Yeah, same. <laughs> singing hallelujah over and, and over uh, again. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, for me it's been like, oh, what is hallelujah? It's not Albanian language, you know, and it's been, for me in that time, it's been interesting to see how they, they talk about God like they're the close friend. Oh, yeah. And coming from Muslim background, God is so holy and so far away. You, uh -huh. can, you can call God friend, your friend, you know? Okay. And that is what really got my attention. Uh-huh. Saying, like, if this group of people believe in this kind of God, who is close to them, listen their prayers, talk to them through the Bible and through, through the preaching and through the church, that is when the questions start in my heart and right. Holy Spirit start working. 
And, um, but I, I refuse it uh -huh. for three months. Uh -huh. In my brain and in my heart, I have so many questions about Jesus and this kind of relationship. They have it. Right. And it um, happened one night in two in the morning. Uh-huh. When I... Uh, when in I, the church or...? No, in, the, in my cousin's house. Oh, in your cousin's house. I, I knock in her door in two in the morning and I say... She opened the door and uh, say like, I want to be friends with you, Jesus. <laughs> and because I, I, I joke with Jesus all the summer... She's been thinking I'm joking, and yeah. she say like, "Yeah, go to your room. It's yeah. it's not a good joke." <laughs> she didn't believe me. I really want relationship with God, right. and uh, and second time happened same, and uh -huh. third time uh -huh. she she understand I'm for real. I'm not joking. Uh -huh. And uh, that morning, I uh, she invited me in her room, and we sit in the bed, and she say, "Okay, if you want to be friends with Jesus, it's simple. You make a prayer." Receive him in your heart, and it's going to come. Oh. For me, it's been like, it's, it's, it's so simple. Yeah. You know, it's Too simple. Yeah, it's possible <laughs> to be true. Yeah. And like, I make that question mark face, you know. And she say, yeah, it's simple like that. You invite oh. Jesus in your heart, and he comes. And uh, Holy Spirit start working in that moment. And I start weeping because Holy Spirit oh. touched my heart about my sins and all the troubles and mistakes I did. And from that day on in 2019, till now, I'm a follower of Jesus. Amen. Yeah. So that was a radical uh, transformation yes. in your life. Yes. Amen. Yes, yes, yes. And yes. then how did you come to Norway? Yeah, my journey with Norway started in 2012 when I come for the first time to do Bible school here. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, then in 2013, I've been sent back in Kosovo as a missionary. I've been okay. working there as a missionary for nine years, uh -huh. reaching young people, uh, uh, young people who have problems with drugs and many issues. But also the main focus has been reaching Muslim people mm -hmm. because Kosovo is 95% Muslim. Right. And the, the body of Christ there in the church, it's not so big. It's new. But uh, yeah, we've been preaching in the street and we called it a coffee shop ministry. We right. go in the coffee shop, people who they sit, we sit with them, share gospel, pray for them. And it's, it's a hard ground, Kosovo. Mm -hmm. But it's amazing to see how God has been using me, my life there, mm -hmm. and seeing people coming to Jesus. And, uh, and then I moved to Norway four, four years ago. Uh -huh. And I started working also here as a missionary for two years with Youth with a Mission. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and then... I believe it has been time for me to, to move on. And I joined Vision Orga. Amen. So then you have been working here. Work yeah, there. I've been working here. Now, before I preach in, in the street, now I preach in TV. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Hey, we are in war in Europe now, uh, again. And, uh, of course, uh, Serbia and Kosovo was in a big fight. And then you can say... It was Orthodox or Christian against Muslim. Uh, is that um, a problem? Does the Muslim, like in Kosovo, think that, okay, Christian are our enemy? In Kosovo war, we didn't have that. Uh, even uh, uh, Yugoslavia or Serbia used uh -huh. the church a lot. Like, 
being as a Christian there, like we didn't wear cross, like as a knuckle, necklace, right. because cross is being used, misused. Mm -hmm. When they, when they yeah. burn houses, they paint the cross. Mm -hmm. When they kill people with knife, they make a cross in their body. And Kosovo, the, the cross symbol it, for many years has been like a symbol of war. Okay. But uh, being Albanian Christian there right. and showing example and loving people and mm -hmm. serving them without condition, mm -hmm. to many, especially to my family members and my friendship, they start changing the mindset. Say so like, right. yeah, Christian people, it's not what we learn from the war. Right. Christian people, reborn Christian people who believe God and believe Bible and follow the Bible, not tradition or follow like a church institution, but they follow the Bible and honor God, they are nice people. Right. And they share their homes, they invite you as a guest, they share the food with you, <laughs> and even if you are Christian. But in the war, it's not, in Kosovo war, it didn't give a lot uh, religion, religion colors, mm -hmm. especially from Albania side. They just fight like we have it in a war, Muslim and Catholic, because Kosovo, they have Catholic too. They've been, been together as brothers just to push the enemy away and to, to win for, for freedom. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, it's been, it's been cases, many cities, when mm -hmm. uh, military army, like uh, it's been a group of soldiers who like, they, they come with a mission just to make bad things. Mm -hmm. And they, they misuse it. They right. misuse the, the cross symbol. Amen. Well, uh, is it so that uh, Muslim people come from the Middle East and Asia, they come to the Western world, and so they think that we are Christian, and we live in sin and sexual craziness and such things, and they, they think this is Christianity, but of course that's not Christianity. Well, well, uh, so how can we reach then the Muslim with the good news? It's, at least with Muslim people, I, I spend many hours as a student, as a missionary there, like sitting with them and discussing about a religion. And send me anywhere. Just, we, we spend energy. What, what Holy Spirit use and what Jesus called us, it's like to love them. Mm -hmm. When they understand you have a pure love for them they open up mm. and uh, and also here like now I am I'm am, I can call myself immigrant I'm foreigner in Norway and for me culture here it's many new things yeah. even, even I come from Europe you know right but uh, for what I believe and when I pray together with my family is like God open opportunity to show them Christianity when they are seen mm. in West culture it's not what Bible teach. Right. Bible teach honor your wife, honor mm. your house, love your neighbor, mm. serve to each other, and money it's not everything. Mm. And for West mindset and West culture, this this is opposite. Yeah. You know, like it's all about wealth and how you can be rich and all that stuff. Mm. But real Christianity and what Bible teach us and what Jesus called us and apostles and Holy Spirit what lead us and every day it's like love your neighbor love each other mm -hmm. and serve to each other and open new homes and i i, I challenge norwegians and what's it like open new homes for 
people who come in your country. Amen. You know, sharing a meal, it's the first step to share the gospel. <laughs> Good. Share food uh, around the table. They feel honored. Yeah. They feel respect mm. when you invite them in, their, in your home. And when you share the food, they are open. They are uh, Muslim people. It's all about family and relationship. Mm. When, you, when you bring inside of your family, they are, they are more open. They doesn't build. They, they surrender. Mm. You know, in a, in a good way. Well, thank you so much sharing. So you have to go back to your camera again. Yes. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. Hallelujah. We are so thankful. That's our vision is to bring the good news to Europe. And of course, uh, to do that, we have to do it in the European culture. Uh, to every country in Europe. That's why we are, our vision is to open up uh, channels around in Europe in a different language and in the different culture. Hallelujah. Because Jesus is Lord. And of course, we need the good news to Europe in these days. And we are working also now in Moldova, we, it's about 200,000. Uh, when I talk with our team in Moldova, <coughs> uh, it have come to Moldova, 200,000 refugees there. And of course, we have received and helped around 300 refugees, uh, most of them mothers with small children that have been separated from their family, from their husband, and they had to rush over the border because of bomb and, and uh, shooting and these things. <clears throat> so the majority lived then in big tent uh, camps. But uh, we have many churches there and uh, our teams work uh, closely. And we have been able now to help at least 300 people. Uh, down there for the last week and uh, of course there's a lot of logistic and uh, thing like that we have a bakery down there that bake thousand bread a day to feed these people so uh, and the christian in moldova are open and they also open their home for it so we pray uh, of course uh, for all these refugees and we pray for Ukraine, we pray for Russia, and uh, we, we ask God to stop this war. Because God is not behind this war, that's the devil. The, all war is from hell, from the devil. So let us just pray uh, and uh, remember the, the refugees um, now. Uh, Father God, we pray now for Ukraine and we pray for Russia. We pray f for peace. We command peace to come to Ukraine. We, we ask you to, to talk to Putin. Uh, Lord, thank you that you are mighty to, to stop the Russian army and the Russian force against uh, Ukraine. Lord, and we ask you to help all of these refugees that ha had to leave their home and just uh, uh, go to other country. 
Lord, we ask you to help us so we can do more for also to helping these refugees. In Jesus' name, amen. I think about that whole, uh, whole the situation totally changed. We had Ludmila from um, Odessa. She's a, a sick reactor and she had four children and uh, their family had just bought a new house, new home and a new car. <laughs> and they was uh, planning for the coming summer holiday. And, uh, and they had lived there for five days in the new house and then the bomb started to rain around them and she had to take their four kids, you know, and take what she was able to take, separate from her husband and then running over to uh, the border of um, Moldova. And, uh, and she was in some way happy that she could come to us to the handicap center that we have built there uh, and uh, to have uh, come in a good environment, you know, with Christian and, uh, you know, get, uh, get helped in, in that way. But I was thinking, hey, uh, <laughs> this is crazy, a uh, whole she experienced it. This is just one story, you know, all of this ma'am with a small baby, you know, uh, that had to be separate from the family and just rush to the border. So rem uh, remember them in your prayer. Hallelujah. So let us worship God uh, together. Amen. And uh, let us stay in prayer for Ukraine and also for Europe. Amen. So, praise God. Let us praise God here again.
The God who was and is and is to come.
Hallelujah from our friends. Hallelujah. We, uh, we are so thankful that uh, God sent us missionary here in Europe. You know, Norway has been a big missions country for many, many years. We send missionary out to the, uh, every continent on the planet Earth. Hallelujah. And now they are coming back from Africa, from South uh, and Central America, from Asia, hallelujah, and, and are a blessing and evangelize this country. We have also with us a Swedish um, sister here, Annika Emren, hallelujah. She had, uh, she, um, she had a wonderful uh, testimony and she is in fire for Jesus and for praying and for evangelism. Amen. Just talk to the people here. Yes. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. I want to read a scripture, a very well-known scripture from Isaiah chapter 60. Um, oh, can I borrow your Bible, by the way? <laughs> Thank you. Um, Isaiah 60. Arise from the depression and prostration in which circumstances have kept you. Rise to a new life. Shine. Be radiant with the glory of the Lord, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord has risen on you. For behold, darkness shall cover the earth, and dense darkness all peoples. But the Lord shall arise upon you, and his glory shall be seen on you. And nations shall come to your light, and kings to the brightness of your rising. Amen. This scripture starts to say, arise and shine. But then it goes on and say, there is darkness. Darkness is covering the earth. And there is mist and fog that is covering the peoples of the earth. We have lived here in Europe, especially in the Western Europe, for a long time in peace. We have seen an increase of wealth and material goods prosperity and things are going well things are going upward and it's like a clear blue sky and many people in these times have said actually we don't need God we are doing so well on our own we have our own strength we have figured things out and we feel so secure. Why should we need a God? What is happening now is shaking that security. 
First, the COVID came. And it kind of shook us because we were not used to things like that. Like empty streets in the cities. People being scared of what kind of disease is this? What will happen to me? What if I catch it? Will I also end up in the hospital? Will I survive? So this was something that challenged this security that made people say, I don't need God. And now COVID is kind of starting to fade, but no longer that happened. It just started to fade, but then again, another cloud comes up on the sky. War in Europe. We're not used to that. It shouldn't be like that. We had agreed there should be peace. What is this war? And again, the security and foundation of people are shaking. Many people are afraid today, and they are saying, will the war come to my nation? We don't know. We are praying for peace. But one thing I know, even if things are happening, God is still on the throne. No one can shake God. God doesn't get alarmed. He doesn't get surprised. He doesn't get challenged. Not even by the devil. The devil cannot challenge God and say, I want your place. Actually, he tried to, but that was just so stupid, and so he just failed completely. Instead, he got thrown out of heaven. He lost his position, and now he's angry. And maybe you are watching, and you think, what do you mean angry? Satan is angry. Is there even a devil? Yes, there is a spiritual realm. Do you know that? Many people... They don't realize there is a spiritual realm because they are so caught up with everything that is in this world. Do you think the devil wants you to know that he exists? No, not necessarily. If he can hide and do his things in the secret and you make you believe that everything is just like human, everything is just natural, he can work in the hidden. But for those who have trained um, to see beyond the natural, they know there's a spiritual realm. And that can be a Christian person, and that can be somebody who is not a Christian. There are many people who are aware that there is something beyond the material world. So there is a war, there's a battle between the good and the evil in the spiritual realm. And because of this, it mirrors in the natural realm. There's a battle that uh, Satan wants to take away the peace. He wants to bring sicknesses to people. He wants to make people's lives miserable. That's his mission. But thank God, he is one step ahead. God sent his son Jesus and Jesus is the light of the world. He is the solution to all the problems we can face, both on a personal level and on a worldwide level, on the level of nations and on the level of individuals. 
So Jesus came as the solution. And his solution was to die on a cross because of all of our sins. Hallelujah. We have all sinned. We have all fallen short of the glory of God. But God wants to bring his light back into our lives. He wants to bring forgiveness, healing, peace. And we can have it through the cross of Jesus Christ. Like our brother just told us, how he just prayed a simple prayer. And he welcomed Jesus into his heart. And then Jesus became his friend. And I'll tell you one thing. Today, the people in Europe need Jesus. We cannot lean back any longer and say, we have everything we need. We don't need God. We do need God, every one of us. So this scripture talks about how on one side there is darkness coming, and on the other side there is light coming. And that light is Jesus Christ. And it started so small. A man on a cross looked like defeat. But that wasn't defeat. That was victory. Because when Jesus chose to die on the cross, he did it free will. And he did it because he knew that was the only way we could get saved. And it was a victory because his temptation was to avoid the cross. But he obeyed the Father by going all the way and showing his great, great love for us by giving his life on the cross. And then the turnaround came because he was put in a grave, but the grave couldn't hold him down. Hallelujah. He was raised to life. He was raised to life. So you and I can be raised to life. Every person, we know our life has an end. But Jesus came so we can have eternal life. And when we take his hand, we can rise with him. Even if we die, there is hope. Even if war is coming, we can have peace. Because we are holding the hand of Jesus. Even if sickness is coming, we can have peace. Because we are holding the hand of, of Jesus. And he is the healer. We can call to him and he heals us. And even if he wouldn't heal us. Even if the worst would happen. Even if we would die. That's not the end. Jesus is the light of the world. He came to show us the way. The way of peace. Love. The way to get happy. Because walking with Jesus is a life of happiness. Even if there can be valleys, there can be challenges, there can be bad things happening. But when we hide in God, He's our refuge. And I, I want to read from Psalm 91. Whoever dwells in the shelter of the Most High will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say to the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. Surely he will save you from the fowler's snare and from the deadly pestilence. He will cover you with his feathers and under his wings you will find refuge. 
His faithfulness will be your shield and rampart. You will not fear the terror of night, nor the arrow that flies by day, nor the pestilence that stalks in the darkness, nor the plague that destroys at midday. A thousand may fall at your side, 10,000 at your right hand, but it will not come near you. You will only observe with your eyes and see the punishment of the wicked. So I want to encourage those of you who are afraid today. Run to God. He's holding out his wings. You can find refuge under his wings. He is a strong protection to everyone who put their trust in him. Who else can we trust in this world? The world is changing. The thing that seems trustworthy today can change tomorrow. But God will never change. He's always strong. He's always powerful. He's always good. And he's always on the throne. And he loves you. He loves you. Don't ignore him. But give him your time. Your heart. Let him fill your life. Call out to him. If you don't know him, say to him, I want to know you. If you know him, take time with him. Spend time with him. Because if you do, he will fill your life with his light, with his love, with his glory, with his peace. Hallelujah. So I thank God for this new channel, Vision Heaven. Isn't it amazing, the timing of God? How in a time when Europe is changing so dramatically and the devil is rising up to do evil stuff, the God, the God of heaven, he also makes a move. And he raises up a new channel with the good news, with his voice coming to the homes all over Europe. Because we need his voice. We need to hear from God. And as the darkness tries to advance, the kingdom of light is also advancing. Hallelujah. And the end of the story is in this book, the Bible. The end of the story is that God wins. No one has ever taken him down from the throne. And in the end, he's going to trample all the enemies under his foot. Hallelujah. And those who stand with him, with him, they will be saved. They will stand with him and they will come over with him to the new thing that God is doing. In the end, this what we see now in the world, it will end. All the turmoil, all the war, all the conflicts, all the sadness, all the people that are making use of other people and trampling them down, it will finish. One day the kingdom of God, the kingdom of light, of peace, of love will cover the whole earth. It will cover the whole universe, universe. And the earth shall be filled with the glory of the Lord. Just as the water covers the sea, it says in the Bible. So what about you and me? 
We can allow that light and the glory to fill us here and now. When we connect with God, his light and glory fill, flows into us. And then we become the light of the world. Together with Jesus, who is the big, big, big light of the world. And we can have light in our own lives. And I wish that for all of you. And I want that for myself. I want an increase of the light and glory of God in my life. So let us go for it together. Let us search the Lord in this time. This is not a time to sleep. This is a time to search the Lord and to receive from him. Because in him we have everything we need and all the help we need. God bless you. These are the days of
yes, God. Thank you that there is salvation in you. And in this time of war and turmoil, we can lift our eyes to you because we know you're on the way. One day, one day you will come back and change everything.
excited to believe in God, the Almighty One. Hallelujah. And Jesus is coming soon. Amen. Uh, it's uh, so fantastic to uh, be born again, filled with the Holy Spirit, and move in God's Spirit. And in December, in the beginning of December, I was preaching up in the west coast of Norway, Molde, and I was in uh, my hotel and prepare, you know, for the meeting. And uh, it's every year since uh, 1978, you know, I always, when I go into a new year, I give the new year a name. So I, I pray to God and I said, what shall we call uh, 2022 for. So I got that in my spirit that we should call it for the year of miracles. That's why we need miracles today and uh, because we have been 19 years on the air with, uh, with Vision Org, with uh, the biggest TV channel in, in uh, Scandinavia and Europe, in fact. We have 70 employees, and we are a big, big ministry. So uh, then we, we went in uh, to 2022. And of course, number have a meaning. And um, 20, uh, the number 20 mean uh, that uh, it's an open hand, that uh, God is giving freely, he will supply all you need according to his riches in glory. So according to uh, uh, the word of God, I got Psalm 145 and verse then 16. You open your hands and satisfy every living things with favor. Amen. That's God. So number 20 means that God will support all you need in glory in Christ Jesus. Because God's name in Hebrew, he has many names. But one of his names is El Shaddai. The God that do more and give more than enough. So that's what 20 means. Uh, so uh, God have an open hand to you, never mind what happening. And also, uh, then we have that in uh, chapter uh, Psalm, uh, chapter 104, verse 28. 
when you give it to them, they gather it up and you open your hand and they are filled with good things. So that's what God <laughs> wants for 20. 20 does mean that we know the thought that gods have that is good, that's future. But then we come to the, the number 22. So 20 is an open hand, but 22, that's mean in some way chaos and more chaos uh, and a great shaking, you know. And we have seen that now for two years with the corona and uh, everything has been closed down and then we get this war. So you are wondering then what happened. But uh, this is chaos and disorder. But as the people of God, you know, that have Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you can be uh, uh, safe in every, every situation. Because we are living then in the last days, you know, when we will, when Jesus prophesied that, he said that in in Matthew 24, he said it in Mark uh, chapter 13, and also in Luke 21, and of course in the John Revelation, uh, he said that what will happen in the last days. So we see that this, um, these pestles have been going on for two years, then it's take over with the war. And of course, after the war, it will be a famine f because uh, uh, the Hebrew uh, chapter uh, 13, no, 12 said, uh, know this expression yet once more, indicate that the final removal and transformation of all that can be shaken, you know, that is all that which has been created in order that uh, what cannot be shaken may remain and continue. So there is one thing that can't be shaken, never mind what happened in the world, and that's the kingdom of God, you know, and the word of God. So uh, we will experience that or uh, circumstances and Everything that can be shaken will be shaken in these last days, just before Jesus is coming. So what can we expect? The Third World War? I don't know. I can't say it. But I said that this will escalate it, you know, in some, uh, some bad stuff. We will see that happen in the world. We see it now, you know, that things are shaken. So 22 is for chaos, disorder, and more chaos uh, will, will be. And of course, we live in Norway and the Norwegian or the Western Europe, they think, okay, we can trust in NATO. We can trust in, trust our politician. We can trust America and so on. But there is only one 
that we can trust and that God, the Father, the creator of heaven and earth. And the Bible say, if, if not God watch over the city or watch over the land, you know, the military watch, you know, in vain. So that's why it's so important that we in Western Europe, that we repent from our sin and start to seek God because NATO, NATO can't save us, you know. That's stupid to think about that, you know. And so the only thing that we can have peace in is in, in God because he is the great creator of heaven and earth. Hallelujah. So I'm so thankful that we live in these last days, that we see that the world is shaken. You know, that things are changing, things are transforming. Of course, we pray, and uh, when I talk with my good friend in, uh, in Kiev, Ukraine, uh, Viktor uh, Petrenko, that's a pastor there, uh, he was in some way smiling. He said, the good thing now is that not only the Christian pray in Ukraine, but whole Ukraine is praying. Hallelujah. So he said, this is war, but this is also a time for revival. And that's what we also expect now, because we pray for revival in Norway. We pray for revival in Europe. And, of course, uh, people don't want God, you know, uh, or nation in Western world. We don't want God. We, we put God out of the school, out of the kindergarten, out of the society, yeah, even out of the church. Uh, we uh, take God out. Uh, but when the world is shaken, then people will understand that they need God. Hallelujah. So uh, don't be afraid. You know, we, we want to encourage you that God will speak to you and he will, he will protect you in all situations, in war. Uh, he will protect you supernatural. Uh, if it's the famine is coming, he will give you bread uh, and everything you need because you are the one that, that uh, serve him, that you put your faith in him. The great creator, you know, his name is El Shaddai. So then you have to seek God, amen, and get born again and filled with the Holy Spirit. So then you can get revelation, you know, from heaven. You can hear from heaven what our heaven uh, uh, is saying to you. And uh, not what the media say, what the news are, are coming with its propaganda you know, to us, uh, you know, all this propaganda. And if you listen to this news, you know, we get discouraged, we open up for fear, and then also we, we open up for hate, hatreds. So we shall not hate Russia uh, or Putin. No, we shall pray for Putin 
and we shall pray for the Russian, hallelujah, that God will, uh, will reveal himself uh, so people can be saved. That's, uh, that's all about heaven, you know. There is a hell to escape and a heaven to gain, you know. That's it's all about. That's why sh this shaking is going on because, uh, because the Western world also said, we don't need God. We are gods. No, you're not God. God is God. He is El Shaddai, the God that do more than enough. So we are so thankful to God that also the Norwegians go to the church now and pray for Ukraine. And that's very, very good. We do what we can do to receive the refugees, to give them shelters. But at the same time, we have to pray for our nation because we are in big, big, big danger situation without God, you know. So that's why we have to repent. Uh, you know, we, have, we can learn from the Jewish people uh, uh, when a bomb or terror happen in Israel, what do the Jewish people do? They go into the synagogue and they say, God, why do you allow this to happen? Have we sinned against you since this happened? So they repent, you know. Uh, uh, they don't blame the enemy first of all, but they, you know, they, uh, they take this to themselves because they know that if they follow God, they are secure. You know, they know that when you follow God, when enemy come against you, he shall, on way, one way, he shall run on seven ways. You know, so that's why, uh, you know, that uh, if we just, uh, if we just, uh, come against the Russian and come against Putin, uh, is, that is evil. Of course, this war is evil, and he is a dictator. This is terrible, what he is doing in, in, in Ukraine. But as believers, as Christians, we uh, think higher than so, because we know what the Bible said. The Bible said, we don't fight against flesh and blood. But we fight against principalities and powers and ruler of darkness. We know that the war in the spirit realm is, uh, is just uh, the thing that are coming into existence here. You know, the spirit is more real than the physical world. So there is a devil, there is a Satan that... Um, uh, uh, come against God with his fallen angel and his servant to destroy the work of God. And he knows, it's written in the revelation that the devil have come down on the earth because he knows uh, he has short time left. That's why he is totally frustrated, crazy, he do all things of evil, evil things, wars. He creates sickness and disease, all of these things to destroy the creation that El Shaddai have created. And of course, 
we are, he is preparing now for one world government that the Antichrist shall come, you know, and rule for seven years. That's what the Bible say. So this shaking we see here is just the way that is preparing, the devil is preparing the way for Antichrist to come and rule for seven years. But Jesus Christ, he will come back. First, he will have the rapture, you know, that the thing that keep the devil uh, back so he can fulfill his plan is the one that pray, the saint that pray around the world. Uh, you know, in Ukraine, you know, uh, I listen to many stories from Ukraine right now, how God have intervened the war. Supernatural things have happened with the soldier, you know. Uh, they have so much miracle, you know, that they tell, you know, this poor, uh, poor uh, Ukrainian that don't have this weapon that the Russian have, you know, they have st stand against them for 10 days now, 11 days. They haven't been able to take Ukraine. Why? Because there is so many Christians in Ukraine. I mean, that's the country in Europe that have most Christians. Did you know that? And these Christians, they are praying and they are fighting. Hallelujah. And God do miracles, you know, because people are praying. And the devil, he have planned to destroy a human being, you know. Uh, and he can't do it fully before the rapture. Because so long the Christians are here, you know, and pray, we are the salt and we are the light in the world. Uh, but when Jesus come and the rapture take place, then the uh, way for Antichrist is ready and finished, so he will get on the throne. And we will have a one world government, you know, that's what the globalistic uh, thinking are, you know, uh, to have one world government ruled by Antichrist. That's this step we are seeing. And we see that uh, what is prophesied here in the Word of God is happening. I'm, I'm thinking about that, what we experience now, that we have uh, back in the 90s, you know, it said in uh, the prophet Jeremiah, he prophesied uh, 800 years ago, he said, one day, one day the Jewish people shall, shall say, praise God that didn't uh, deliver us from Egypt, but praise God that deliver us from the land in the north and to all other nation that we was uh, uh, scared, uh, scared on, you know, the diaspora. And we saw that in the 90s, how more than one and a half million Jewish people come out from the Soviet. Uh, and it's written there that the Lord shall send fishermen 
to fish them back to Israel's land. And after the fishermen have come and haven't got them, he will send out hunter to hunt them back, you know, to the land of Israel. And uh, I was thinking about that because I talked with, with uh, our pastor in, uh, in, uh, in uh, Moldova. He said, no, uh, 50 Jewish people, Orthodox, are coming now from Odessa. And, and this is so prophetic because it's living still 60,000 Jewish people in Ukraine. And they shall out of Ukraine and to Israel. The same with Russia. In Russia is still 160, 70,000 Jewish people. And according to the word of God, also these people shall home. Then we have 450,000 Jewish people living in France. They also shall home. So what can we expect? You, yes, we will expect it that we will have a great anti-Semitism. You know, so the only safe place for the Jewish people is the nation of Israel. And of course, all the Jewish people in New York, in Miami, uh, you know, in St. Louis, in California, all of them also shall home back to Israel. And that's why we will see a shaking. We will see a great shakening also in America. Everything the Bible said that can be shaken will be shaken. So where can we go? Where can we travel? Well, we just have to uh, find the place in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Never mind where we are in the world. When we have Jesus Christ in our life, hallelujah, and follow him and the spirit, we are safe because God will warn us, hallelujah, and he will guide us with his spirit. Hallelujah. That's the supernatural life to be a Christian, you know. Uh, <laughs> I think about that, you know, that we can, we can uh, flow with the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit will warn us uh, so we will be at uh, the right place at the right time. So we will be protected. So I will just encourage you to, to understand that, that he have an open hand. His, uh, his hand is not like that. He don't want to knock you. But he have his open hand. He want to give you. He give you peace. He give you joy. And he comfort your heart and life. So uh, that's uh, what it's all about. He will support all you need according to his riches in glory in Christ Jesus. And uh, uh, the epistle of Ephesians, uh, chapter t 2, verse 20, say that he is able to do far about what you can even think or understand to pray about. 
He will do that in your life according to the power that is within you. And that's what we see in Ukraine uh, today. We see that God's power is working in this, uh, this uh, war. And um, we see it again and again uh, in the history of Israel. Even that was a famine, you know, uh, for the Egyptian. God had a gusan land for his people. So God wants to bless us. Why? So we can be a blessing for other nations and other people. So we are so thankful to God that right now that we have the capacity to help people in Moldova, where we have been working now for 22 years. We have been working uh, for 22 years. And we had the new handicap center finished here in last September. I was down there in January and preached. Um, and then uh, the bakery that we have that feed, uh, that bake 800 bread every day was uh, uh, getting uh, old and almost destroyed. So then we prayed to God. And then we got new bakery uh, machine uh, that going with gas that have a greater capacity. I mean, so we have seen now how God have prepared, you know, us uh, for uh, uh, to receive these refugees without even understand what's going on, you know. Hallelujah. So. God will lead you by, you, by your uh, born-again spirit through the Holy Spirit. You know, that's the difference be between Red Cross and other organizations and the church that is the Holy Spirit. The spirit of truth, the, 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 the guidance, he's, you guide uh, the Holy Spirit, hallelujah, he is with you all the time. And he will guide you. He will protect you. Amen. And that's uh, it's all about. We are so thankful for Jesus, what he has done. So please, musicians, come here. Amen. The time is running. And, um, and uh, we have a conference next weekend with uh, Jew Newton. Uh, she's a powerful lady from Harvest Church in London. Uh, he, she had a meeting in our uh, church location in Drummond. We start Friday. So welcome there. So then I will ask you, as I always do, that you want to receive Jesus as your Savior and Lord. You are a confession from heaven or from hell. You know, this mount will take you <laughs> to either to heaven or to hell. <laughs> and you choose heaven, of course. I understand that. So if you now uh, receive Jesus in your heart, you pray this simple prayer uh, with me now and say, Jesus Christ, I invite you into my life. And you say that, Jesus Christ, I invite you into my life to be my Savior and Lord, to be my Savior and Lord, 
Thank you that your blood is cleaning me from all my sin. Thank you, Jesus, that your blood is cleaning me from all my sin. Thank you that I am being born again right now. Thank you that I'm being born again right now. Thank you that I know have become a child of God. Thank you that I know have become a child of God. Amen. You are a child of God now. Amen. If you are sick, lay your hand up on the screen, up on the television screen, and we pray in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. You have that as a contact point for your healing. So, Father God, I thank you that by Jesus Christ's stripes, people are healed right now. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you that you do miracle right now around in the ten thousands of home. Hallelujah. Adding cards through your radio program. Thank you, Lord, that you really touch people's life right now. In Jesus' name. Amen or oh, amen. See you soon. Then they close the um, broadcast there. Amen. Please. You stepped down into darkness.